This is Discover Your Dog, the show that demystifies your dog's behavior so you can get the very best results from your dog training. This show is brought to you by FamilyDogFusion.com. For professional advice, dog training tips, ebooks, and a video to teach your dog how to walk on a leash, go to FamilyDogFusion.com and sign up for your free membership today. Hello, dog lovers. I am joined today with Dave and Judy to talk about their specific breed of dog. Guys, you've talked about Sunshine many times, and I'm sure you've mentioned what breed of dog Sunshine is. But will you please remind the dog lovers out there? Yes, she is a chocolate Labrador. Chocolate Labrador, which is one of three of the different types of the Labrador Retriever. So we will talk about that in a little bit. We would love for you to join our community of dog lovers. Log on to Facebook and search for our business page, Family Dog Fusion. There you will get updates as to what's going on with our dog-loving family and friends from all over the world. See events, our travels, or just information that you may need about the podcast, our book, or the new products we'll be releasing. That's Family Dog Fusion on Facebook. See you there. This is Discover Your Dog, the show that demystifies the very specific breed of dog you have or may want so that you have a better understanding of what you've gotten yourself into. I am Benny Copeland, trainer of people, behaviorist to the dogs, and just like you, the listeners, we are Dog dog lovers. Lovers. She even threw in the we are. I love it. No, I love it. (laughs) Yes, today we are going to talk about the specific breed the Labrador Retriever, as well you should know because that's the title of the show. This breed was originally an all-purpose water dog originating from Newfoundland. Uh, that's right. It's not from Labrador. It's Newfoundland. It's Newfoundland, New, Newfoundland, Newfoundland, now Newfoundland, yeah. so whatever. It's pronounced or it's, it's spelled Newfoundland. So there you go. It's not from the town of Labrador. Uh, these dogs were an all-purpose for sure. Not just to retrieve game, but also to retrieve fish. They were to pull boats through icy waters. Um, They helped fishermen pull nets in, and they almost did any task that would involve swimming. They come mainly in three colors, yellow, black, and chocolate. So let's find out more about this breed right after this. Do you love what you hear in all of these podcasts? Does what Benny say just make sense to you? Well, if you want a more in-depth understanding of what it means when we say demystify your dog's behavior, then you need to go to amazon.com and get Benny's book, Family Dog Fusion. Yes, we named the book after the website because we wanted things to be simple to remember. And most of all, we really want to fuse your dog into your family. In these few pages, Benny has decoded dog behavior. He's found a way to make what he has learned over the past 20 years of his life make sense when it comes to communicating with your dog. Also, the great thing about this book is you can mark up the pages, highlight the important stuff, bend the heck out of the spine even if you want to. It's yours. So we suggest to do all those things and then give it away and buy a new book when that happens. Family Dog Fusion on Amazon.com. Get your copy today. 
This breed is the most popular breed in the United States, probably the world. I don't know. A few For a few years back, I was learning more about this breed, and I learned that the Labrador is bred three times more than any other breed. And that means the next three most popular breeds, the Lab is still bred more than the next three most popular breeds. That's how um, often this dog is bred. It is the AKC ranking of number one. So this is the first breed that the AKC actually recognized. Uh, typically, this breed of dog will weigh between 60 and 79 pounds. Um, they live on average between 10 and 12 years old. And how old is Sunshine? Oh, she'll be 13 this year. A little over the average. I love it. Molly was a lab golden mix, and she lived to 15 and a half. Sophie was 14, so yeah. There you go. Good. That means you take very good care of your dogs. Well, so and awesome. the other thing is we'll probably talk about this. We're not sure that she's a purebred lab either. <laughs> Because well, somebody jumped the fence. Well, this is what I was going to say, too. Um, typically, a full-blooded Labrador has a solid coat of either yellow, black, or chocolate, like I had said before. And sometimes you see, like with um, Molly, she had a white blaze, and she also had what I called a boot, where she had a white, a couple white paws. Um, so there was obviously with her, and like I said, she was a lab golden mix anyway. Um well, in the, I think this dog is very, very popular because of its adaptability. This is probably the one of the most adaptable dogs of any of the dogs. They can live um, in almost any kind of environment, whether it's uh, or, or with any family or in many, many social situations. Um, and the dog has typically has a very good temperament. Now, one of the things that I found, and you can tell me if this is uh, true to you, how many how many labs have you guys had in the past? We've had three labs uh, all they together. All been chocolate? No, or? no, no. The first two, uh, actually, one was yellow, and the other one was actually kind of white. She was okay. really light, yellow. which would still be considered the yellow or the golden um, color. Uh, they do sometimes. People tell me they have a white lab or white goldens, you know, things like that, but. Typically, it's in that same line. The, um, I even saw something which I thought was very interesting. They say that there's actually a silver lab out there. Uh, the only time I've ever seen a lab that was a silver lab, it was actually a um, Weimaraner in a lab mix. And it looked like a Labrador Retriever, but it had the Weimaraner uh, color. The silver, is that like a blue-gray? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen those. Steel or, yeah, yeah, steel or silver, yeah. Um, And I told them they should tell people that they have a silver lab, but uh, I saw this on Wikipedia, which I trust Wikipedia 100%. (laughs) Not. I've switched to Reddit. Right. (laughs) Because that's so much more. Well, and Sunshine is, um, uh, she's not pure. Her mother is a purebred uh, paper dog and somebody jumped the fence. So she was our $50 dog from a farmhouse. Wandering stranger. <laughs> so yeah, so I've actually found in my um, past of training and stuff that actually the different colors actually have very different temperaments. Um, typically what I find with the um, yellow uh, labs is that they're the more anxious of the breeds. They have, I typically find they have a little more anxiety issues. And sometimes like um, they're more the ones that if there's an aggression issue they're more of the ones that would have um, some of the aggression issues that's interesting i didn't think that color would make that much of a difference i know you would think that but it does um in what i find overall and this is just uh more of a um 
uh, generalization when I'm talking about this because all of these breeds can have those temperaments or issues. Um, the black ones I find are typically the more adaptable. Like they typically are um, uh, very social, kind of, you know, able to get into everything, a little more active seemingly. And then the chocolate ones, they tend to be the clowns. Like they're a little bit, uh, they're a little clownish. Um, they tend to, as they get older, to be a little more um, uh, laid back and just kind of lay around and hang around. And I tend to think that when they were bred for the colors, because you can't get a chocolate unless you have a dominant yellow and a dominant black in the uh, on the, the female side or something. Mm -hmm. I'm not really sure how that goes. I'm not a breeder, but anyways. Um, but you typically can't get a chocolate unless you have a dominant um, yellow and a dominant black in, in their um, immediate family. So uh, with the chocolate ones, though, I felt like that they're, they're used a little bit different and maybe the, the breeds are different. And so in the long run, it does have a breed temperament. But I've seen a litter of dogs that have all three, a black, a yellow, and a chocolate in the same litter, which is really weird. Yeah, that's interesting. I actually thought that uh, the male versus the female might have something to do with temperament. Yeah, I, I think that's a truth too. Um, and that's with any breed uh, that the male versus female, um, you typically see um, more of a protective dog with a female dog. Um, males tend to be, um, you know, pretty active in, in within the family. We won't have another male dog. <laughs> really? It'll always be a female dog from now on. <laughs> because our first dog, Samson, was he was overbred and we had him at a at a puppy mill store, I'm sure, and paid way too much money for him. And he was just a box of dumb. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and that's, it's, it's interesting how sometimes people tell me they want to get a purebred dog because they're going to be a smarter dog or a better dog. And the truth is, it's, that's not, there's no truth to any of that. You can give five dogs from the same litter and have very different temperaments. What is a box of dumb or do you mean like dumb as a box of rocks yeah, that's, <laughs> i like okay. box of dumb i like okay. that you know those those uh, uh suckers dum dums right a box of dum dums <laughs> the other thing about labs too and i don't know if you're going to get into this but from what i know is there's a field and a bench lab and so their legs are actually different lengths and so our first male dog was a field dog and he was very tall and i believe they were bred over time to be able to actually to see above the weeds as a bird dog. Sure. At least that's what I read. And Retriever. So, um, the second and the third, the two females we had, I think were bench. So they're a little yeah. bit shorter and their bodies are just a little bit different. Yeah. And I've also seen the difference between the English and the American. Um, the, the English typically has a, a stockier build and a boxier head um, where the Americans typically are, are a slimmer dog. Um, you know, and, and, and I would say that just about anywhere – that when breeding is all across the world, like it is, especially with this breed, you're going to find um, some breed specific differences uh, from different areas. So um, the other thing that I want to talk about is the trainability. Um, I feel like that this is a very, very, again, because it's so adaptable, that this is a very trainable dog, um, very easily trained. Uh, I do feel like that they kind of have a little stubborn streak to them. Um, they're more likely to test your boundaries um, than uh, a lot of breeds. Some breeds are really want to get into the work. I found labs that are, 
you know, that really want to work and they you can tell that they're inherent to hunt or work or do stuff. And then some labs that could just care less, you know, um, Molly never really cared about the tennis ball, you know, and I've had dogs, uh, a lot of labs that I've worked with that love that tennis ball, you know, and they'll do anything for that work. Um, and, uh, to be able to play with a ball or to get that attention. Um, Molly wasn't that way, but she was very trainable. It was just one of those things where I had to work through some of that stubbornness with her, you know, and, and, uh, get her to, um, understand that she's going to have to do it one way or another. So, and once she did, she did it all the time. With, with our dogs, the male seemed to be more stubborn of the three. But the interesting thing is all three were very playful with, with fetching, retrieving, very quick to go get it, come back, drop it at your feet. And they right. all loved water. I mean, really loved water. Yeah, see, that's Molly always loved the water, um, but she never wanted to go swimming. Like, she would go into the water up to her belly, but she never would get deep. Oz? who is a herding dog, he tries to find every puddle he can swim in. I mean, we go in a creek and he'll find all the deep spots in the creek just so he can swim. One time he swam out after a duck and this duck kept flying away from him and flying away from him. I finally had to go, Oz, you got to get back over here. So he'd come back because the duck would just have drowned it. He would have drowned because the duck, he'd have kept going after that stupid duck. Well, actually, that duck wasn't so stupid. Were you going to say something? Yeah, Samson, our first dog, actually fell in our... We, we bought a house in California, and we had a built uh, a in-ground swimming pool. And we didn't realize it, but he had fallen in the pool. And um, we got him out, but it didn't, he would not go near the water after that, ever. Yeah, yeah I'm going to add on to that a safety tip for everybody listening out there, because we didn't think about this. That actually happened the very first day we moved into the house, and we didn't think to show him the pool yes. and where the stairs mm-hmm. were at, so... If you have a pool with the dog, when you move in, definitely get that dog in the pool if you're going to allow them in and show them how to get in and out. Yeah, and I have a whole episode on that, on how to um, teach your dog to find the exit of the pool and things like that. So um, I think it's one of those summertime episodes way back in the day. Um, And yeah, it talks about how to train your dog to find the exit. Uh, Mainly, you want to start out on the leash. So that way you can pull the dog instead of trying to guide the dog a certain way, you, you can pull the dog toward the exit and they start to learn it. Um, without getting into that. But yeah, labs typically are very water-driven. Um, some labs uh, will even have, I think mainly the chocolate has webbed feet so that they can swim better. Um, again, they were more bred for the um, uh, all-purpose water activities where I feel like the golden retriever and even the flat-coated retrievers, which what I call Molly because she looked like a flat-coated but even those breeds were bred for actually colder temperatures and icier water so that they could retrieve in the colder um, months. Yeah, I wonder with Sunshine, she's obviously a darker dog being brown. Um, she doesn't like the heat, the humidity. And I don't know if it's because she is a darker dog or maybe the coat is different and it doesn't breathe as well. Um, so it's interesting. She's just not good with the heat. Yeah, and she's, you know, and I haven't known her. I mean, how long have we known each other? Maybe four years? Four or five. Yeah. So, I mean, I have, I've known her. Um, she's always been an adult dog, an older dog. So, 
Um, you know, you guys do a lot with her too. So all the travel and stuff that you do with her, uh, definitely can be a little wear and tear, um, on that. But, uh, like I said, you've always been very responsible with her and she's, um, definitely, uh, has a very good temperament to be able to go into so many situations. You know, I talk about that adaptability and I feel like she's a very adaptable dog. Yeah. A story. Um, when we lived in Portugal for a while, we would actually take her off leash, let her walk. She would walk about 20 steps ahead of us and she'd stop every 30 seconds or so to make sure we were behind her. So, and people were like, whose dog is that? We're like it's ours. She's fine. Yeah. You know, and that's, uh, and I think there are a little more lax policies and stuff like that, but I was walking, uh, we were walking with beans the other day because when we went on our long walk, remember I brought her with me and she did so good with the other dogs. And there were a couple people that had dogs off the leash and they didn't even pay attention. She didn't pay attention to the other dogs. So, um, she did really well, uh, in those situations, except that one dog that kept lunging at her. She did. I thought she's going to latch onto that dog's neck, but, um, but, uh, um, and that was a little puppy, you know, she was just, uh, and, and I just realized, man, Bean's going to be three years old this October. Wow. Yeah, I know. She's an old lady now, but she really loved the walk. Um, I did bring her back here and put her in her crate, uh, cause I had to run, uh, again after that and she crashed. So like I, she didn't even make a sound when I came back home, she was still crashed. So she, well, we did wear her out. That was a good walk for her too, miles wise. Yeah. I think we did like over three miles. Yeah. So yeah, it was cool. So she loves it. She loves going for the walks and she did really well. Um, and that's, you know, one of the things that we had talked about too, that I had walked around the block um, with her to really work with her on pulling me on the leash. And she's gotten really good about that as well too. So yeah. I think with the Labrador too, one of the nice things is they're soft gums. Um, so they're not going to bite down on things. Okay. Yeah. That's what we call that is a soft bite. And that's what that is, um, is that they are bred to retrieve. So they don't want the game to be damaged. So when they go get the uh, fish or the, uh, uh, bird or whatever it is they're retrieving that they don't damage that. And yes, they do have what's considered a soft bite. Um, most of the, most of your retriever breeds have that. Um, so you don't see the damage and things like that as much. Um, but I mean, they still can bite. So, um, I've definitely seen some pretty rough bites from, uh, retrievers. Oh, that's interesting. We have never had that experience with our three. None of them were <laughs> aggressive. In yeah. I mean, and you got to think about it. I work with hundreds of dogs a year, you know, so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, put into situations with all types of dogs, but yeah. And typically this is not one of those breeds. If I come in and, and, uh, realize that that you know, there's aggression issues, whether it be, you know, territory or possessive type aggression. Um, usually it's very easy to, to show the family what they've been doing to end up reinforcing a behavior on a dog like this, because it's just not a typical behavior for them. But Sunny will defend herself. If someone's up, up all in her space and she doesn't want them there, she will give a big old bark and just like a scare. You mean like beans this morning when yeah. she was jumping <laughs> yeah. off the couch trying just to jump like on her? that. <laughs> So, yeah, so, um, yeah, that's, uh, one of the things, and I know we did talk about, um, uh, your breed and she is, uh, mainly looks, looks just like a chocolate lab. So, um, we definitely want to, uh, do you have some shout outs yeah, there? No, 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 I do have shout outs, but one of the things I wanted to bring up was the hip, dis is it hip, dysplasia. hip dysplasia? I think, isn't that more prevalent in labs? I mean, we're going through that with her right now that her back end is not doing well. 
I don't know. Uh, you know, these are vet questions, obviously. I don't know if it's prevalent with the lab. I mean, I know any breed can be um, subject to that. Um, and it is something that you can't really check on until they're about two, two and a half years old when all their growth plates are actually fully formed. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it, it. I think any breed, you have to look at stuff like that. I have a call out for um, our first dog, Samson, had Cushing's disease, which um, it's a uh, it's pretty common with Labradors. And the medication that that vet had, requ- uh, had had put him on actually caused anorexia and he ended up dying. Our, since then, we've gotten a vet that's more holistic. And she said, Cushing's, they can live with Cushing's for a long time. You don't need to do the medication and stuff. It's kind of a common thing for them to have. It's kind of like having arthritis. So it, yep. that's just a call out. All right, Dave, you got some some people you want to shout out, give shout outs to before I do the uh, summary? Go it's for the it. Shout out time. So, this is, you know, when I see a business or something that's really has delighted me and the people go above and beyond. So, this one's actually because I know we have listeners outside of Tennessee. This particular one is actually in Marietta, Georgia. It's called Sweet Melissa's Records. And I was just there this past weekend at RSD record store day and these folks as we're waiting in line for them to open the owners came out they were chatting with us had coffee and donuts actually offered the people in line to use the restroom before they opened and these folks located at 146 south park square in marietta you can find them on yelp are a very good vinyl record store Awesome. You know what? Um, And I'm glad you did the shout out because I looked at my notes and I forgot the most important thing. Why should you get a Labrador Retriever? Why should you have a Labrador Retriever? What do you think, Judy? Because they're just the most compatible, best dogs we've ever had or ever seen. And I would always get a Lab. My answer would be because they're good with children, they're good with family, and they're good with people that they don't know. Yeah, very good in social environments, um, especially when you expose them to a lot of uh, social situations. Um, and definitely, you've exposed her to a lot of so- social situations, and she's really good, and she is very adaptable. So why should you not get a lab? What kind of family or person should not have a lab, do you think? That's interesting, because I'm thinking about maybe we live in an apartment, apartment living where people don't get outside and give the dog some exercise because I think it's the type of breed that definitely wants to get out and walk and run and chase a ball and things like that. So if you were maybe couldn't get out and about, that might not be the right dog for you. You know, I, I do believe that that's, um, that's a valid point. Um, they are a very adaptable dog. So uh, typically, if your life is uh, sitting on the couch eating bonbons and being a slug, they can be slugs. I mean, they can very well adapt to that uh, as well. Um, I do feel like that they do need a little more activity than um, than just your normal slug dogs like pugs and stuff like that. But, uh, but, uh, you know, if you, if, if you were to, you know, just want to hang out and not really do a lot of exercise, I think that they would be just fine. Really to me, this is probably one of the most adaptable breeds. It's one of those that, um, there's not a whole lot of reasons not to have one. The only reason you shouldn't have one is if you shouldn't have a dog anyway, because you're not willing to take care and the responsibility, um, of a, of a, for a dog anyway. So with that, in summary, today we talked about the specific breed Labrador Retriever. You discovered some great facts about this very popular breed. You also learned how adaptable and what a great pet 
a lab could be. Thank you. If you would like to contact us, we have a link on our website, familydogfusion.com. We would love to hear your opinion and we value your feedback. So again, familydogfusion.com. Or if you just want to send us a direct message, you can do that via email. It goes to familydogfusion at gmail.com. Your comments are important to us and help us with future shows. Thank you for listening to our show. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends and family. Also, go ahead and give us a five-star review because it helps others find our show. And frankly, we just love to read them. This show is produced by Eric Jayner and show notes are created by Carissa Dolan. Thank you to all of the Family Dog Fusion team and our affiliate sponsor, Healthy Paws Pet Insurance. For your free pet insurance quote, go to familydogfusion.com slash insurance. And go to familydogfusion.com and sign up for your free membership today. Be impeccable with your lab. Oh, lab. lab. <laughs> <laughs>